Hey everybody, this is the Teddy Murphy Project here. I'm Teddy Murphy, your host. But you guys know that, hey, if you want to do a podcast, you want to refresh your views and everything, whatever you do, hey, use Anchor. Anchor is uh, one of the best uh, products you can use for your uh, podcast. And it also gives you sponsorships also to the where you get paid for every listen across any episode. So, don't forget, man, if you want to use a podcast, go to Anchor, man. Just go to anchor.com, sign up, get your podcast started. I'm Petty Murphy, and I this Hey, everybody, this is Petty Murphy here on the Petty Murphy Project. And if you're looking to start your own podcast and get your brand out there where it comes with music, comedy, or just general anything that you want to talk about, use Anchor. And when you guys use Anchor, you will see how beautiful it is and it's free to use. So go to anchor.com and sign up for your podcast. I'm Petty Murphy, and I approve this message. This is a new segment that is on the Petty Murphy Project. Um, I'm gonna call this Beyond Behind the Project. And tonight's topic that we're gonna talk about pretty much is we're gonna talk about Kwame Brown. Is he right? Now, if you guys don't know who Kwame Brown is, Kwame Brown is a former NBA player who spent 12 years in the NBA. He was drafted by the Washington Wizards in 2001 and was the first ever high school basketball player to ever be drafted number one overall by the Washington Wizards, who were being ran by the greatest basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan at the time. Kwame Brown only averaged six points and five rebounds a game. 
in his 12-year career and has been labeled as the biggest bust in NBA history. Fairly so. But if you haven't been paying attention for the past week, Kwame Brown said some very, very, very valid points. And he said some derogatory commentary also too towards people like Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, Matt Barnes, Gilbert Arenas, Stephen Jackson, Rachel Nichols, Chris Broussard, Rod Parker, the who's who. But he had a point. This kid was 17 years old. Now, I don't know how many 17-year-olds, you know, basically can buy their mama a house on a golf course, you know, play in the NBA with the world at his feet. And I think that his career could have been a little different, you know, had he wasn't drafted by the Wizards. And everybody knows that Michael Jordan is a player of all time. But when it comes to running a team, yeah, his track record's not that damn good. With all due respect. But he made, Kwame Brown made some fucking points. You see, when a black man is being teared down, he's teared down by the media. And it's just not, no, the news media. Social media also, too, is guilty of it. And I sympathize with him. It's because me being a comedian, a promoter, a director, actor, advocate, you name it, I get hated on. I get teared down. People want to tear down my character when I'm being built up. People want to talk shit about me when they don't even know what's going on behind scenes or whatsoever and they always have an opinion about something. Yes, Stephen A has called him a bonafide scrub. Yes, he has small hands. Everybody and their mama in the news media, especially on ESPN, Fox, you know, they have called him the biggest bust in NBA history, which is true. We're not going to deny that. But he made some valid points about how the media treats black men and how black men that are on television treat black athletes and treat treat black men he had a point there was not too much too much news coverage over Chad Wheeler beating up his girlfriend who is African American there was not enough news coverage about that But if you guys remember, this domestic violence thing started with Ray Rice knocking out his fiance, now wife, in the elevator. Then you had Greg Hardy. Then you had the Colin Kaepernick situation. Got Antonio Brown. Cam Newton. Then now you have um, Deshaun Watson. And he's right. The media does play a big part. If you guys don't remember, Malcolm X once said, the media controls the mind who controls the masses. This is true. There's a way that the media can control the world. Donald Trump showed y'all that for the last four years prior to Biden being in office. Trump showed y'all that. And if you don't believe me, go back to January 6th. 
We don't need to talk about January 6th. We, we've seen it. But the media does play a part in this. They play a huge part on whether they're going to praise you or they're going to tear you down. Me personally, on the Deshaun Watson situation, I have my theories on that. The jury's still out on that. I don't think that, you know, he's accused of all those allegations whatsoever. But still, how the media tries to tear him down, when we don't really have all the facts laid out there, is wrong. The way that Colin Kaepernick was treated was wrong. But here we are praising Tim Tebow from coming back into the league. Tim Tebow right now has the number one selling jersey on NFL.com right now, and he's becoming a tight end. And remember, I said this before and I said this again. Tim Tebow kneeled during football games and nobody said a damn thing about it. He was doing this in college. I think he did this in high school, too. But as soon as Colin Kaepernick started kneeling, it's a problem. He disrespected the troops. He disrespected the American flag. da 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 Kaepernick hasn't played football in damn near four years. Tebow hasn't played football in damn near ten. And yet he's got a job. Whether it's a quarterback or a tight end, hell, Tim Tebow can be the fucking water boy. But he has a job in the NFL. And he's a distraction. We know with his religious beliefs and everything else too, it's polarizing. He's a polarizing figure. But so is Colin Kaepernick. They're polarizing figures for two different reasons, and one of them is the opposite. One is one of this one of these figures is trying to bring awareness to what we're seeing right now with racial equality, social injustice, police killing unarmed black people. But yet the same man that sat there and kneeled on the field. Nobody said a damn thing. So yes, color does matter. I believe it does matter in this case. I think Kwame Brown has a very valid point. He has made some very strong valid points. And yes, it's been comical because like, damn, it's Kwame Brown. Where the hell has he been? Since 2000 and I think it was it 13 he retired? Some shit like that? Where the hell has he been? But he's saying some very valid points, people. And I think it's time for us to wake up. Really? The media is to blame. Social media is really the fucking blame. Because you can't tell somebody the truth without somebody getting butt hurt. You know, right now, I'm currently in Facebook jail. I can't even go live until the 28th. That's next Friday. For apparently violating community standards. And I don't see no violations whatsoever. So you're going to go back to what I'd said in the past to basically violate me? You're going to go back to what I said the truth? All, and all, pretty much somebody hacked my shit. I mean, I changed my fucking password yesterday. But yeah, I can't go live for a week. I can't tell the truth 
about how African Americans are treated in this country. We're treated unfairly. I can't tell the truth when a black man down in Atlanta, Georgia, says that black lives don't matter and threatens me. And I basically subliminally decoded his message towards me. But I'm in Facebook jail for 30 days. There's a lot of people who are, though, locked up in their social media. The media and social media don't want you to tell the truth. But yet, they demand the truth. So I always said this, you cannot hate what you demand the most. They say the truth hurts. And it does. That's why they don't want you to tell it. But yet, let's say you've done something. Aren't you going to tell the truth? To you know, clear your name? To clear the air? See, you can't get mad at Kwame Brown for saying how he feels. For telling the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not even mad at this man. I applaud him. I give him mad respect. He ain't my fucking favorite basketball player of all time. I thought he was a scrub. I think he's one of the biggest busts in NBA history. But to understand his story and what he had to go through playing under Michael Jordan. And don't get me wrong, Michael Jordan getting your motherfucking ass. Just like Kobe Bryant. He couldn't take it. The pressure was onto him. So you had to think about it. Here I am, drafted number one overall. The first high schooler to ever be drafted number one. I'm making millions of dollars. I'm playing for the Washington Wizards. I'm playing for Michael Jordan. And then eventually playing with Michael Jordan. Then eventually, you know, you bounce around. You end up playing with Kobe Bryant. Coached by Phil Jackson. So so you got to think. This kid is young, got millions of dollars, but the pressure was laid upon him. He couldn't take what Michael Jordan was telling him, the verbal abuse that Michael Jordan was telling him, he couldn't take it. Why? It's because he was still a kid. And we all been 17 and 18. We know how to be rebellious. And we know when shit hurts us, we will shut down. We know all know how that feels. So you have to sympathize with Kwame Brown. I sympathize with him. It's because people just don't want to hear the truth. But yet they demand it. I watch First Take religiously. I watch Undisputed religiously. I watch all these sports talk shows religiously. I watch the evening news. I watch Fox News. I watch CNN Tonight with Don Lemon, Cuomo Prime. I watch all this shit and then I follow everything on social media. Like I said, I'm going to reiterate what Malcolm X said again. The media controls the minds, which controls the masses. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been brainwashed. Literally, we've been brainwashed. And yes, it is time for us to wake up and understand 
that everything in this world that we are seeing right now with all the new technology, coronavirus still going around, racial equality, and everything else that is coming out is all media-backed. The media is the one making money off of it. Why? Because every 12 seconds, something new in this world is trending, and guess what? It makes the news. Whether it's your local news, your national news, internet news, Google, or Facebook, or Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, all these social media sites, they trend something new every 12 seconds. And that's why I said what I said. The attention span of a goldfish is 12 seconds. That's the same amount of time something new trends around this world. Don't be a fucking goldfish. Pay attention to detail. Pay attention to a lot of things that are going on in this world. This world is ever-changing every single day. As the moon orbits around Earth, something is trending as we speak. Something is happening right now as we speak, and we won't know nothing about it unless it's on television, radio, newspaper, magazines, ads, or your social media. So I give big props to Kwame Brown for standing up for what he believed in and telling his story. But I'm going to say it again, people. It's time to wake up. Really, it really is.